a long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Dev and I were judging ships. Today, we are talking Ben, Kylo Ren, and Ray from Star Wars, the sequel trilogy, as it's called, which I didn't mm-hmm. know until recently. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. And what's more, if you listen to the end of our episode, we are going to be talking about our shipper giveaway for a fun Star Wars item. I won't give it up now, but listen to the end and check out our Insta page for more information on how to win awesome Star Wars merch. Yes, yes, yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Devin. And I'm Steph. And welcome to We Ship It, our second Star Wars episode. Yep. As you all know, my family loved Star Wars as I was growing up. It was like our favorite mm-hmm. thing. As One of those classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all shared Star Wars. Um, and I know many of you are the same. So on our first Star Wars themed episode, we talked about the feelings that we had about Padme and Anakin. Yikers. Which I feel like we were a little bit more on the same page about them than we are about Ben and Ray. But we'll get to that. Um, and ever since that episode, we've literally been begged by several people to talk about Ben and Ray. (laughs) So people have a lot of feelings about these two, whether they are good or bad, they're always intense. And today to help us process our feelings, we've invited Raylo lover, Katie Fowler to join us. Yes. Katie and I went to college together and I know ever since we put on our first episode that Katie would be the perfect representative for Raylo. Cause I'm going to need help. You know, defending myself to Devin. So thank you so much for joining us, Katie. You're already saying that that's where I'm going to be. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. It's such a pleasure to be with you guys. We are so excited to hear what you have to say and bring to the table. And with that, here's our spoiler alert. And if you haven't seen the new trilogy... Please do so immediately. Yeah, you're a little late on that if you haven't. Yeah, for sure. Or if you really just don't care, listen along. But we can't say we did not warn you. Yep. And with that, here's our brief summary. So we meet Mm -hmm. Kylo Ren in the beginning of The Force Awakens as the leader of the First Order, which how dramatic is that? But he's like a spooky Darth Vader reminiscent who is on the dark side and he's the son of Han Solo and Leia. We meet Rey as a scavenger on Jakku. I don't know how to say that. I think it's Jakku, but whatever. Yeah. In the beginning (laughs) of The Force Awakens, she saves BB-8, who's an important little droid to the resistance. And Ben and Ray start out as like these enemies. While on the run from the First Order, Ray and Finn, an ex-First Order stormtrooper, team up with Han, Solo, and Chewbacca to join the resistance, which I love the little Han Solo. Yes. Um, So Ray runs into Kylo first in a hallucination moment when she touches Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. That's their first like little moment together which ooh. Um, from there Kylo Ren decides to kidnap her it's like his life's mission or whatever so Ren does not harm her and he finds interest in her and, and he knows that she's she's strong with the force so he doesn't understand why they're connected but he knows that they are something is there um, and so eventually okay Ray escapes using some Jedi mind tricks and Ben is reunited with his father Han Solo who he kills which what a moment oh my gosh so ben and ray fight and he tries to turn to the dark side um so that he can train her 
And ultimately she wins. She scars his face and leaves him pretty much left for dead. Um, over the course of the next two installments, Ray and Ben both know that they have a force bond, which we later find out is called a dyad that allows mm -hmm. them to interact in these weird hallucinations where they see each other and like feel each other. It's like super weird, but you know, uh, their relationship grows as they both try to persuade the other to join their side. And at the close of the final film of the trilogy, The Rise of Skywalker, Ray has to fight her grandfather, Emperor Palpatine, which real Crazy. shocker moment there. And Ben, finally choosing the light in his last moments, joins her. However, Ray's life force is drained after defeating Palpatine and dies only to be revived. The whole thing is crazy, but only to be revived by Ben's <laughs> selfless sacrifice uh, before Ben vanishes into the force. The two share what is my favorite freaking scene, I think, in the whole Star Wars thing, but a passionate kiss. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> the first time I saw this kiss, I was like just so excited to finally see them together. Oh, I know. We're going to get there. All right. Hold your Devin, See, Devin's upset already. <laughs> Katie, I'm going to need your help on this one. I'm on, All it. Right. I'm on it. So with that being said, this sounds like a perfect time for us to move on with the show. So yeah. first question, there has always been strong chemistry between the two, which could easily be taken for a romantic undertone to their relationship. Where did you first get the feeling that these two were meant to be? You want to go first? Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think, what, so I, this week I watched them all over again and took notes and I was like, okay, what am I looking for? So in the first episode they do start out sort of with this enemy vibe, but then, um, and, and obviously in the first episode of, of the, you know, this, um, sequel trilogy, there's a hard hardship for Finn and Ray, which I was never really into personally. Right. It just seemed like one of those unattainable, like he has a huge mm -hmm. crush on her and she's way above him sort of thing. I get that. Um, but where I got the first sense of like a Kylo Ray ship is in the end where they're fighting and he's like, I'll teach you, like, come with me and I'll teach you and we can be united. Mm -mm. I love that. But um, I agree. And like, so this is my thing. When I saw the first movie, like I had a bit of a tough relationship with these two because when I saw the first movie for the first time, I actually thought, like, I predicted they would be an item. And then I became less sure about that with each movie, I remember. I don't know if it was the span of time between them or what. But as I recently watched them again, dang, do they have some, like, real <laughs> tension in the second movie and the third movie, too. But I think I really first realized it when they were connected by the Force. So this this dyad thing, like, they either had to be family or in a relationship, and I did not get a family <laughs> vibe from these two, which I know is the next question. But, Devin, do you have any thoughts you want to add? <laughs> no, I would agree. I, I definitely think um, the first time I knew that they were something special not necessarily meant to be but at least something special was their mm. first fight back on Starkiller base as katie already yeah. mentioned mm -hmm. there's just something about that interaction as the base the base is blasting apart um that truly makes their relationship stand out and it's also the first time in the new set of films that we get that classic blue versus red lightsaber clash yeah. which is just like yeah it's really cool so <laughs> we love cool that. that we love that okay <laughs> 
So on to this next question. Did these two give you more of a brother sister kind of vibe or romantic, which I know Devin wrote this question for a specific reason. So <laughs> either one of you, go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. So I really never saw this brother sister thing, but it wouldn't surprise me if Star Wars threw that curveball. Mm-hmm. They have means- before. <laughs> I know. Uh, that <laughs> is true. Real, real surprise there. Um, I don't know. Like, I think definitely in in episode nine, they they lose the whole brother sister thing, and like they definitely like their connection makes sense that it could be interpreted as brother sister until episode nine, when it definitely just like explodes and so much passion, you know, like interim absolutely mm-hmm. Devin, what do you think me personally get out I, I'm already mad at <laughs> she's already like get out um i always felt that they had more of a brother sister relationship all throughout the first two films um they have this constant battle of the minds in a sense and vie for each other to come to their side um there are two relationships that i see closely resemble theirs and the first is a little bit more evident. And uh, as we already mentioned, kind of that Luke and Leia kind of relationship Mm -hmm. in the original trilogy fans saw these two develop a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And for good reason, as they shared not one, but two kisses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're going to talk about that. (laughs) So, um, however, they were then revealed to be not only siblings, but twins. So double yikers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so here I, I think we see a flip-flop of that relationship, um, where they're not revealed to be close related in that sense. But, um, another relationship that comes to mind with these two is Catherine and Heathcliff from Wuthering Heights. I thought that Um, too. There's, there's just something about these two that screams like two souls connected. Um, and whether that's a good thing, a bad thing, they're connected to death. Um, so I, I don't know. And Katie, you said that you kind of feel that. I, I felt that too. Um, and actually in episode eight, I got a little bit of like a toxic vibe. If like in episode nine as well, just like in episode eight and episode nine, he kind of gaslights her and says like, you're nothing. You come from nothing, but with me, mm-hmm. you could be something or, you know, not to me, you're nothing sort of thing. Like to try to right. lure her with him, um, which is the really probably the only strongly uncomfortable point where I was like, do I really want these two to be together? Cause they <laughs> aren't like, that's not really a good guy move. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I do kind of see the brother sister thing in that, like, she's so drawn to his family, you know, Han Solo, Leia, right. Luke, like that. Like she I mean, at the end, right she in. calls herself a Skywalker. So it's just, I, well, that's another point of contention for me. Yeah. Here's my thing that I have to say about this. I do not get a Luke and Leia vibe from them. Oh, okay? come on. Luke and Leia, while they share a kiss or whatever weird stuff Lucasfilm was in, <laughs> um, they don't. I don't know. You just get a sense that it's wrong. Like you get the the sexual tension between Han Solo and Leia from from the get go. So you kind of know there's this like balance, but you get that tension. I don't know if it's a solo thing or what it is, but you get that tension with Kylo Ren and uh, what's her face? Ray. I don't know why I forget her name all the time. It's literally so <laughs> short. Um, 
But that's the thing. Like we know that they share a bond and we know that families can share it too mm-hmm. based on this, the definition of whatever I looked up a dyad. If you can't tell, I'm using this terminology a lot. Um, but <laughs> these two, like that is another way you can be super connected in that way. But I just don't see a familial vibe from them. I mean, from the get-go, there's this weird, like, I want to kiss you tension. I get that. He's, you don't get that, Devin, in the first question hard. Mm. Fresh and hard and like she gets him and it's oh wow but i think there's i think there's something there's intrigue there's like interest but i don't know if it's like romantic you know some people just have a hard time with adam driver i personally (laughs) think he's hot but a lot of i think he's hot but i'm on board oh yes a lot of people are like adam driver i don't have any problem with the actor i just think it's (laughs) Okay, know. Devin, Moving so on. spare us from this conversation. <laughs> there will be times that I find my weaknesses in this episode, so, uh, <laughs> but not this time. Anyways, all right, let's just get it out there. That kiss, mm. where, uh, what were your initial thoughts and have they changed since then? Well, I was shocked, mainly <laughs> because then he proceeded to die and that's what shocked me most. But um, that, that sparked a whole other bunch of feelings within me. But man, was that kiss passionate. I know a lot of people hated that moment, whether they weren't fans of like how the whole thing played out with him dying or if they thought they weren't a good couple. I know a lot of people just weren't happy about it. Um, but I thought it was actually a really interesting twist because it was different for the Star Wars series. Like the way they were connected was just different than how others were. Um, and, you know, they end up giving their their life force, each one for the other. And it's just a really strong bond. So in that kiss, you see all of it, everything they'd just been through, like in that one last moment, I was like, dang. Um, but Katie, what about you? What do you think? So it's funny you say that, like just being caught by surprise, because I saw that whole final section as like sort of mimicking a wedding. Like she's in bright white, That's powerful. Adam Driver's in black. You know, they're kind of like, you know, if Palpatine is, the, you know, like a mock throne, like, or like a mock <laughs> altar, like that they're like both bowing, like giving over their lives. And then um, it just made sense that they were to kiss, like at the end of that, that they were united, like so strongly, like in a marriage, not that it was ever classified anything like that, but that's the imagery That's I got really interesting. Yeah, I've never thought of that. I, like, I, even though Palpatine, kind of see the pieces. Literally, maybe like a wedding in darkness because we're talking about Palpatine right, here. Right. But I think that imagery is so strong. Like, I think that's a really good. I didn't think about that. But yeah, Devin, you cool have anything up. you want to add? My initial thoughts <laughs> were: say what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it really comes out of left field. Um, since then, has it changed? Now that I've seen the trilogy in full unison, I can see where the relationship um, can feel like that it leads to something, it leads to this kiss. Um, but to me, it feels so abrupt in the final film. I, I would have liked to see more healthy interactions between these two before getting to this scene. I think there needed to be more, like we had interactions between these two, but they weren't like, I don't know. Yeah, they were of healthy. Like yeah, I, I can see really that, get Devin. to that, get that point. It just felt like it was rushed. Like it was, yeah, we have this, but now we're just throwing it at you. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe if I re- continue to rewatch and rewatch them, I'll get more into this vibe. But as of right now, I just don't, it doesn't sit well right right now. You know, so. you're not wrong. Like I do, 
I do wish we got more of the good side of Ben at the very mm-hmm. least. Like we we see the good side of Ray, but we don't really see them coming together as like a couple in the light. Right. We just kind of see them like him having just changed his mind and her kind of being like, that's hot. And that's why they kiss. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, it's tough, but I, I get what you're saying. So that makes sense. Even though I still ship, I mean, well, I can't give my opinion yet. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. Last question, <laughs> I, think, I think you all know. Um, okay. Next question. <clears throat> so Ray clearly sees the good in Ben, even when he doesn't see it in himself. Do you think her understanding his good and his bad makes their relationship stronger? Or does she have a false sense of who he is, which makes their relationship faulty? I think this it's is a, a deep question. Oh, yeah, sorry. I think seeing him in different moments of, of you know, drew, like his draw to her, you know, her being pretty much like all good character, you know, she's pretty, you know, like sh- her flaws are very minimal, like hard to pick out. Like, and he's just drawn to her anyway. I think, I think it's a genuine, I think he, like it's proportionate to the good that he has in him. That's great. Devin, what do you think? So, so you're saying like they balance each other in a sense? Yeah, I don't think she's giving him more credit than he deserves. I think at time, though he doesn't show it very well, which is another bone to pick, but she needs therapy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so I have mixed feelings about this question and, and I crafted it because I'm actually curious to see what other people think here. Um, and I think her understanding the inner struggle of Ben is uh, of what he's going through and learning about his um, parting from the light does make their relationship stronger. Um, She knows the lowest of lows that he has gone through and she has seen him at his worst several times for that matter. Mm -hmm. Um, And the same goes for any relationship. Understanding someone's darkest moment can help bring a stronger bond and true healing to the relationship as a whole. Um, There's, a grand strand of understanding and the same is here for Ray and Ben. However, I also feel like she has a false sense of hope when it comes to Ben. Ben is her weak spot, just as Ray is Ben's weak spot. Like they, they, they're both kind of weak for each other. They are vulnerable, mm-hmm. vulnerable, um, which is good, but it also means that Ray is more pliable when it comes to Ben. Their relationship becomes murky and she becomes confused about who they are because she can't just see the good or she can't just see the bad. It, it's like a gray area where she doesn't know where he stands on some things. So I don't know. You know, that's really deep, Devin. Um, I, I didn't expect you to get that deep with this question, <laughs> but like, go, Devin. Um, you know, I actually kind of disagree with you a little bit, though. I, I think she completely gets him. Um, I think those moments that we find that she is uncertain is because she sees that in herself. Um, like, for mm, example, when she, yeah, when she sees him like fighting like she's like oh i'm not sure if he's going to be good or bad which mostly i think she knows he's going to come on to the light side light side she just doesn't know like when or how um but in those moments i think she also sees in herself like some dark and she sees as she sees in him some light so when when he's facing those moments of like maybe i will stay with snoke or palpatine or whoever um i think that she sees that bit of herself that might also say yes to the dark side um 
But apart from that, I think ultimately she has a real big faith in him. And that's you see that in that moment where she passes him the lightsaber like they don't even have to say anything to one another. I think they they trust each other. Right. Yeah. They trust each other in that moment so much that like I wouldn't trust anyone else to like telepathically understand that I'm going to do that. Right. So I think in the end, like she completely gets him, even if there are some little toxic moments in there. I think it's because they are one. Like that's what the dyad is. They are one in the force. They kind of understand the uncertainty that the other has. Um, I get that too. I understand. Yeah. I think one of the tricky points of this question is that when they have their intimate like moments where they like, I call it like a star Wars FaceTime where they can like (laughs) see each other where they are. That's hilarious. Um, like, you know, they aren't, they're just kind of resting. Like they're just meditative in that moment. They're not doing, they're not doing their life's work. Right. Like she's not always, you know, trying to meet him in the mo or, you know, go and do these crazy quests. And he's not in the middle of a battle when they connect. So I think it's, it's, I think if she were to see more of the really violent, really just like that, like destructive side, I think she would be a little less into it, but like, she just knows him like in these intimate, peaceful moments. That's a good point too. Honestly, I have a lot to think about after this episode. You guys, it's going to be rough. It'll be good. (laughs) All right. Moving on, Ray and Ben are connected in more than one way, but the force is definitely strong with these two. Um, how does this connection add them, add to them as a couple? So I was just thinking about this yesterday. I love that they have this bond in the force. I think it's somewhat in a very Star Warsy way, like sums up what I believe many people in relationships truly do have, but in a much more, like I said, <laughs> Star Warsy, spiritual kind of way. Um, when you love someone, you know, you are connected. And I, I do believe before you even know you're in love, you're connected in some way. Um, and it gets to this whole idea of soulmates, which we've talked a lot about on the show, obviously. Do we have them? You know, I think ultimately, yes, you know, we can make it work with many like people ship her and Finn. I could see that they would have been okay, but there is one person who our soul loves ultimately. Right. And that's Seamus. So say hi to my dog. Um, And I think it's just much more clear between her and Ben than her and anyone else. Like for the most part, I know a lot of people won't be happy with my answers here, but there's something that connects them undoubtedly. And I think that connection in the force really makes their quote unquote love stronger. I don't, I don't know if I'd call it like the healthiest of loves that we've ever talked about, but at the same time, that connection obviously makes them stronger than say her and Finn, who she can't connect with over the galaxy. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I understand that. What do you, what do you think, Katie? Yeah, I think, you know, like I like that you touched on soulmates. um, Cause I think that's a, like a strong theme in star wars of like who you're bonded with like starting out (laughs) rewatching this the trilogy i was like you know they were able to become the best versions of themselves like the fullest like you know like they were just able to better each other you know they made each other stronger like they challenged each other over and over in battle and they made each other better when he finally killed snoke um and he was supposed to kill her and they just have this look together like they're in it together, like, like ride or die. Like, this is it. Um, I felt like that was, that was a good moment of like, they became like, they recognized that they were bonded. They were going to be, you know, 
Yeah, they were I stuck agree with, with each other. Yep, I love it. Okay, moving on. So it's hard to deny that Ben is one of the most interesting characters of the trilogy, which I I think he's one of the most interesting characters in general. <laughs> but does he get the ending that he deserves? Like being evaporated and becoming one of the forest? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I think I think so. I think there's so many different ways that it could have gone, but I think it's it's worthy. Yeah. Um, the only thing I honestly that I miss is that at the end when that old lady on Tatooine says, well, what, who are you? Like Ray who? And, you know, she decides to call herself Ray Skywalker. I thought, I think like he should have been there in the, the vision of Leia and Luke as well. I agree. I was disappointed by that, that she didn't tie him in having been so strong with, together with him. What's interesting now is while you're because you made that connection to like the wedding scene where now that she's saying like I'm Ray Skywalker. Marriage. <laughs> now that I, I kind of get that connection. I don't like, know. Not we'll as see. much of an adoption, but more of a wedding. Although like, you know, he's he is a Skywalker, but he's solo. solo. But you know, Skywalker is the legacy name. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. No. And I, I, that I just see it now that I'm thinking about it. That's a really good image because I, you see it in a lot of different aspects, but you're right. Like, why wasn't he there at the yeah. end? Made me sad. I feel like this is a tough question and I have like a yes and no answer kind of deal. Um, he, he gets that redeeming moment, which is amazing. His character arc is honestly one of the main highlights of this trilogy. And I, th I think secretly we were all rooting for Ben to make the right choice and put down his mantle of yeah. Kylo Ren. Um, mm -hmm. We see them both, Ray and Ben, deal with loneliness and abandonment issues and the like. Um, so it's really cool to see them get together in this um, redemption um, arc. Um, we see him struggle so much with what people expect him to be and who he wants to be. Um, your heart breaks for the dude, like literally. Um, so his conclusion is amazing. Uh, however, I don't think he deserved to die. Um, even if he died a sacrificial death, like kudos, that's great that he's giving up his life for her. But I feel like, I don't know, it's just like he had this moment. Why are you taking it away from him? Um, it just doesn't really? seem right. And it came too abrupt, abruptly. Um, the whole ending felt a little rushed to me it did it it felt like that as a fan but to like, be honest like it was a really awesome scene yeah ah. to, to be honest though Devin, like as a fan i think it was like a horrible ending because i wanted to see more of ben but i honestly i hate to say it but i think he kind of did get what he deserved like as a viewer you know i don't know as a viewer of the star wars fanatic like fandom whatever you're not you, that's not what you want. But I think that like, ultimately he was kind of asking for his demise with all the stuff that he did. And in his redemptive moment where he chose the right thing, that's where he, he kissed the girl. He got the girl, but ultimately it was kind of his final act to cross over to the light side. And I just, I saw that as a really powerful ending, even though it did seem really rushed because obviously yeah. after a kiss like that, you want to see them like talk it out or like <laughs> you want to see them married 40 years later or whatever it is. Um, but I think it was like the only choice they really had when it came to screenwriting because he had to give up himself for, for her. I mean, it, it was just like a fair comparison. The only thing is why didn't, when she 
killed him. Well, she stabbed him with her lightsaber and then she gave him her life force. Why didn't she die? Like, I, I guess she was already dead. She was Maybe it wasn't dead. that bad. I don't think it was like a mortal wound. It was just like a healing process. Okay. That was something I was very much like interesting, but they, they had to do, I think the same for one another for it to right. be like that fairness. But I, I know what you mean. It did feel really rushed. Yeah. And I was trying to compare like his death to another character that I, that I remember, like someone who had this dark past and has a redemption story, but then dies in the end. I was trying to think of like, who does this remind me of? And I couldn't like pick out the person. So I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with someone, but um, I'm, I'm, like, I kind of get vibes of like Jean Valjean, the way he, you know, that's that a great one. Arc. That is a good one. Sorry. Yeah, but there's definitely, oh, that right. kind of, there's definitely that kind of like trope of like people who have this dark past and who make that redemption story, but then ultimately meet their demise. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if it's really like. It doesn't feel fulfilling. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I so know. I, in I know. some cases, I get it. In other cases, I don't. I don't know. It's just mixed feelings to me. Regardless, let's move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so how is Ray Ben's guiding light throughout the trilogy? And what does this say about relationships? You want to go, Katie? Oh, gosh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like we kind of touched on it throughout throughout the episode so far. Um, you know, just to like, she sees the good in him, but it's, it's neat. Like she still challenges him, like when they fight and when they connect and he, you know, in episode seven, when he tries to read her mind and get the map of to Luke Skywalker, she resists him. And he's like, Oh, I have to go about this old, old, you know, the, the old fashioned way and try to like woo her and like convince her to tell me, um, versus, you know, corrupting her mind to get it. Um, I think her, like, she's just so pure. Like, honestly, it's hard to connect with her as a character because she doesn't have too many obvious flaws. Again, like, you know, she's like, you know, despite her tough upbringing, like, she's a really positive, trusting, confident character. Mm -hmm. And, And he sees that and he's like, no, but you do, like you know, you are desperate for your parents and like you're, you come from nothing. Like it's, there's something dark about you, but he's still drawn to it. Like he's drawn to her. He really is. It's really cute to watch. Like it's like a little fly going towards the light or whatever, or like a moth, you know, (laughs) but I, I'm not sure because I think it's interesting because they both kind of think they're going to fix one one or the other, like throughout their little conversations, they're both kind of drawn to one another. Ray though is more certain, you know, she continually tells Ben that there is good in him. It's not just like a thing that she notices. I think something I love about Ray is she's very upfront with what she's feeling and what she's thinking. Like she literally, when Luke is like telling her, I'm never going to bring back the, whatever the the jedi she's like well yes you are and yes you're going to help me and like she's very like clear and concise and when she when she's talking to ben i think often she's like i see the good in you and she literally says it and like i feel like that's something that like that constant like repetition of that thought in her mind that constant like you know there's good in you um i think it's a lot more than um Padme did with Anakin. Do you remember that? She was like, oh, Obi-Wan, there's good in him. But mm-hmm. I don't think she was ever like actively trying to bring him back. Like she kind of fed into right. his passions, whereas Ray didn't give 
a crap about that. And she was like, no, you're coming to the light side. And it's just, it's really adorable. And she's constantly trying to reach him and show him the good in himself. And I just think it's a very beautiful back and forth. But. Yeah, I think she's just very persistent and she never gives yep. up on him, which is a key, a key um, element here, too. Even though he is angry and frustrated, um, even though she's angry and frustrated with him, even after all the bad decisions and horrible things that he's done, she still acts as that guiding light in his life. Um, and I think every relationship needs that someone who makes you want to be better. And she's the catalyst to his redemption, which is the whole cycle of this entire trilogy. So um, I think that's, what's really cool. I love the way you put that catalyst. I know. I love that too. The catalyst to his redemption. Devin's such an English teacher. I love him. (laughs) Now, next question. These two both defiantly stand for their own side. Can couples have such drastic differences yet work as one? I don't know. I think if it's, I mean, personally, if like, I think you need a strong foundation, that's, that's a shared strong foundation. I don't think, you know, if it really matters to you, I don't think you can stand hand, like hand in hand with someone who was like, Oh, that's nice. Like, that's cute. Um, but I think they do. I think Ben and Wright share a couple different found like strong foundational points. Like they're both strong with the force. You know, I think even though at times <laughs> he has his moments and kills his family, I think he, um, you know, like they're both drawn to his family and look up to them and like realize that they're so wise. And he, I think he's frustrated. Like, like a child is frustrated, like a petulant child, like, no, I wouldn't yes. be right. You're wrong. So I think, you know, and they do team up together, like in their fight against Snoke and their fight against Palpatine, um, which are just uh, so kick ass. Like, I love I, those scenes. They make it work. Yeah, they're really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Devin? So I feel like I'm caught here. Um, part of me wants to say that having two drastic opposites in a relationship helps each other keep keep each other in check, right? Um, if someone is uber adventurous and the other is a homebody, they will help rein each other in. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the issue arises when you have two people who so deeply stand for something against each other's beliefs um, that creates a rift in their unity. And that is one of the deepest cores of any relationship. Um, I think the, I think something interesting about the relationship is that she's not trying to convert him to, to the good side. Like, like he is trying to convert her to the bad side. Like she's trying to help him recognize that he has that good in him already and he just needs to access it and like free himself from the dark side. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, it goes back to the, the unity wise. It goes back to like, why do you choose the friends you do in kindergarten? It's because you have something in common with them. Um, yeah. You can unify around some aspect. So here though, we see Ray and Ben at constant odds with each other um, because of this, like, I don't know, like you said, there's just something about like, they don't, she doesn't try and conform him and the same way that he tries to um, bring her over. She wants him to find it on his own, which I think is also unique. Um, So I will admit that this actually brings them closer rather than pulsing them onto separate paths. Um, At least that's where I'm 
think I stand I, on this issue. <laughs> I agree with both of you. I think as long as there's something binding you together and something strong that, you know, you can have as many differences as you want, as long as they're not on pillar things for these two, you know, they're so strongly connected by the force and their passion that it's like, okay, we differ about the first order and like follow <laughs> who we're following basically. But those are very small, minimal things when you look at it, because they're able to come back to the understanding of right and wrong for the first for, for first. And secondly, like, also to that connection that they share in the force. It's just something that I, I don't know. But when, when Ben offers his hand to her and she says, no, I think that's also a really strong moment that shows me that they'll be okay because, you know, it kills me because he looks so sad and damn, does Adam driver do sad? Well, but, uh, they're, <laughs> but they're able to say no when they know their true integrity is compromised by the other's differences. So, and that, you know, in the end, what they're able to do is come together and work together. But in those moments where you're like, oh, is Ray going to change because she is attracted to this guy or whatever? Is Ray going to change because they have such a strong force? No, like you you see it. They're both very strong-willed people who who stick by the most important beliefs to them um, and they make each other better. So ultimately, that's what I got. Cool. <laughs> All right, moving along. If it wasn't Ben, who would slash should Ray have ended up with? No one. <laughs> No one. Okay. Some would argue Finn. He's okay. I just don't think he meets Ray where she is intellectually and spiritually. If you want to call it spiritually, whatever, but they have different levels of depth. You know, we always talk about this. You have to be able to meet the person you're with at a certain level. You have to look at each other and say like, we are of the same mindset. We are of the same like level of depth. And I think Ben and Ray are bound <laughs> together to meet each other at that level. Yes. Like her and Finn, not so much, but that's, that's it. What I, do yeah, you think? I Katie? totally agree. And it's like, I know the ship was trying to get them together in the first of the trilogy. You know, he was just super crushing and she was just, you know, like kind of, kind of naive about it. Like, Oh, you're a part of the resistance. Like, that's cool. And he's like, haha, yeah, yeah, I am. And then um, they kind of lose steam and like, they truly, you know, have are affectionate toward each other. Um, and I like in the, but they don't really have anything going on in the next one. And then in the final one, um, he keeps wanting to tell her, my suspicion is that he's force sensitive. Like he really, that's what he's I like, Oh, I wanted to like, I've been trying to tell you. And she's like, what like we're like you know and then that's it and then he finds this new crew and he's like oh you guys are really really cool i definitely like see you guys where you came from and we're have a lot more in common than me and this right girl <laughs> yeah i kind of i wouldn't be upset if she you know didn't have anyone i mean she just stands strong on her own and this kind of goes too. back to this whole jedi not allowed to forge connections thing like she really shouldn't think like, if she's going to be a true Jedi, not just like force sensitive and wielding, you know, the lightsaber. Like if she's supposed to be the Jedi, I don't know, like probably, probably shouldn't get romantic. I don't know. Yeah. And that's something, maybe that's why they didn't put him there in the end. Maybe like, you know, maybe that's why his ghost wasn't there. Cause she was able to give him up in the way that a Jedi needs maybe. to give up that piece to themselves which makes uh, me really sad to think about so i'm really mad right now <laughs> i'm gonna cry to myself 
<laughs> Devin, what do so, you think? I said also neither. Um, and I'm surprised no one actually mentioned maybe Poe. <laughs> Meh. Oh. He's like, cute. I mean, I think he's cute. I don't think. Oh, he's definitely his, cute. I don't think his character is worth. No, no, I was just messing Ray. around there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think Star Wars is generally speaking not the best when it comes to romance. Um, we do get some fun couples, and we do get some really strong couples. But the film's sole focus and strong suits aren't don't lie with romantic. Yeah, the so, I mean, they build characters well. They have great yep. stories, but I don't think relationships are the core to these movies um yeah they'd probably be good movies with or without um just because the stories are so great but i think this trilogy was and this is something like that's different it was really based on their mm-hmm. connection the whole trilogy which is something that was you know star wars does okay with forming these sorts of bonds but it, it was an interesting yeah, twist. I, and i think um, it was tricky like every every movie of this trilogy had a different director and a different yes and i was about to bring that up later oh like things it's it's hard to watch like succinctly because things that are really important Mm -hmm. in one movie like are totally thrown out the window in the next right and this is the probably the only connective thing like the every anything that happened in episode eight had no influence on episode nine it's just it's harsh it did feel disconnected it really did um but we're not gonna pick apart the movie. <laughs> just the relationship. <laughs> just the relationship. As much as I, you know, oh my gosh. But if we talk about the prequel series again, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot with Anakin and Padme. We'll have to talk about that because oh I <laughs> but we're moving on to our final yes, yes. question. The most important question. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Do we ship it and why? I need to hear Devin first. Or not. Oh, don't put Devin. me on the spot. <laughs> no, it's not, fine. I'll go first. No, it's fine. Uh, so I, I'm saying that I'm not sold on it. Um, <laughs> I feel like they would have developed, if they would have developed this more, spent more time on um, and really had more healthier moments for them to shine, this could have been something greater. And I think they kind of like, this needs to happen, so we're just going to make it happen. It felt a little bit too forced and too forced. That's ironic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too forced and a little bit too rushed for me personally. I, I, do see, I do see the pieces of how it could happen, but it just wasn't, it didn't fall into place for me. And maybe that's like you said, Ugh. because of the directors and then not being able to create yeah. pieces. But I want to hear what you guys have to say. So go ahead. Katie. All right. All right. I I ship it. I like, yeah. Like, seeing their kiss in theaters, I cried. Like <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just love these, I just love this like passionate, like fighting everything to be together thing. And then like the whole marriage imagery and then he dies to her like he gives up his pursuit for power like so that she can pursue goodness and i just i love that um re-watching it honestly though i re- totally recognize like the gaslighting and like the toxic relationship at times i don't think it outweighs the ship but i definitely think it heeds like 
they're not perfect, but yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You, you always say it so beautifully, but I agree essentially like I ship it and I know Devin, you know, you're not sold, which doesn't mean you might not ship it. If there were more to, to be seen, I understand that, but I think from what I have seen, yes, they have these toxic moments, but like from what I said before, like Ray was able to remove herself from that moment where he asked her to let go of her goodness and just grab his hand. Right. I think there were moments where they were able to like come together in that way and like make the healthy choice. And then in the end, it's just the passion though. Like even they're not a healthy relationship entirely. Like you can see it in their little interactions, but it is the passion for me that sells me yes. on it. And I, I know you brought up Heathcliff and Catherine before, but I don't, I get vibes of Heathcliff and Catherine. I don't think that, you know, Ray's going to be digging up Ben's yeah. bones and laying with them or anything creepy like that. I think it's more, it's more a passion and a connection that is spiritual, not nat, like not of the nature, the carnal. Do you know what I mean? That, that Heathcliff and Catherine is. So I, I love Ben and Ray. I think there's a lot of passion there. Um, a very yin and yang situation mm-hmm. for sure yeah absolutely so that those are our thoughts on ben and yeah. ray or raylo as they are well known <laughs> yep and now we need to hear from one of our watchers who wrote in with a comment so this one comes from sarah and sarah says i've been a star wars fan my entire life i have no problem with the enemies to lovers trope However, I don't like this. However, Sarah, I don't know what you're trying to say, but uh, when, when Ben and Ray (laughs) kissed, I think I actually physically cringed in the theater. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. I love it. It was like kissing your brother, which is about right because aren't Ben and Ray distantly related somehow, depending on what you consider Star Wars canon. We didn't go into that either, but interesting thought. Um, It just felt out of nowhere to me. I got zero sexual tension from them throughout the trilogy. So the kiss just felt more like a manifestation of emotional catharsis to me and not all that romantic. I did not leave the theater thinking damn i wish he didn't die so i could see those two together (laughs) i am so you know what i love that she brought all this up because it's exactly the opposite of what i feel right thank you so much sarah for your insight because i know that this couple made many people feel many different things but feel it a lot Yeah, no, I agree. Thank you, Sarah, for sending that in. And thank you, Katie, for joining us on this episode. We loved hearing your insights. Yes, uh, thank you, Katie. I'm such a fan. Thank you guys so much for having me. <laughs> we love it. I Honestly, that thought about the little wedding scene, I'm going to be thinking about that the rest Mind of the night. Blown. That was awesome. Um, but yeah, so it was so much fun. We had a ton of fun. Thank you for spending some time with us. And now, Devin, let it roll. Who are we talking about next week? Well, at this point, we are super spontaneously moving along. (laughs) So who knows, really? But our plan, our next episode will be Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan from Pirates of the Caribbean. Woo. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm super disorganized. So we'll see what ends up coming out next. Um, this season's been super random for us, but it's been a ton of fun because it's been it random really for us. has been. Yeah. And um, so I wanted to let you all know about our little giveaway. I promised to talk about at the beginning and a special discount just for you guys, our listeners from Little Things with Sam. So if you check out Little Things with Sam, she has an awesome Instagram and Facebook page and a shop. Um, check her out. 
And so we have a discount code called we ship it. So it's just one word. We ship it for 10% off some of her cute shipper stuff. She's got Gilmore girl stuff. She's got star Wars, Disney, all this different kind of stuff. It is so cute. She and I is know amazing. It. And she's she one of is. our high school friends. So she is killing Shout it out, out there. to Sam. Thank yes. you for all that you do. Other than that, feel free to visit our Insta page um, and look at one of our recent posts to learn more about how you can enter to win a cute star Wars shipper. Well, I'm not going to reveal what it is. You have to go to Instagram for that, but it's merch and it's for shippers and Star Wars lovers all around. So you guys join our Instagram and see how you can win some merch. We are so stoked about this partnership. So please check out Little Things with Sam. And of course, we can't wait to hear from all of you. Please follow us on social media and reach out through our website. We would love to feature you as a guest watcher or reader for a couple you love. Yes, or reach out to us over email at weshipitpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your thoughts. You know, we always have our comment at the end and we would love to have you on the show. So join us on this shipper's journey. These Tumblr nerds that are now in their 20s. That's who we are. So may the force be with you, shippers. We love you and we'll see you next time. <laughs>